Caldwell's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello and welcome, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host, your guide, and your coach for the week. Good morning to you. Yes, it's morning because we're waking up, waking up to our true life. And today is President's Day. It's a holiday for a lot of folks, but um, many of you are are just uh, walking through the day as if it's just another day, and maybe it's a day off for you. And and I'm not sure how you really celebrate President's Day. That's a that's a question that I have for for many people. What do we do? Do we go out and salute uh, a list of the presidents? We got pictures on the wall of the presidents that we pull out, and I, I just don't know what to do on President's Day. So maybe somebody can enlighten me there. But it's, uh, I guess it's a day where we recognize the presidents of our, of our country in the past, and, but I really never see any parades or any fanfare around it, so it makes, you, makes me wonder. Um, but anyway, that's a, side, that's a side note. I really want to welcome you to tonight's show. That's not what we're going to talk about. Uh, I want to obviously, as always, remind you if, you if you've lived your life this past week with these three things in mind, living in thanks. Living with an attitude of gratitude, if you've done that this week, I, I, I'm sure you appreciate it and I appreciate it as well. And also to give. Secondly, give. Give when you can because giving is a two-way street. When you give, you receive at the same time. And then thirdly, because you have the power to choose, love first and then choose. If you've lived your life this way this past week, I know you've had an amazing week and you've made an amazing week for the people around you. So thank you for that. Uh, tonight, we're going to have a, a specific focus on uh, what I would call, and how would I, what would I term it? It's kind of the triangle of success, I will call it. And it's not really, uh, it's not really a, a hardcore success model per se, but it is something that could really, really help you be successful in certain things. And uh, I just want to make sure that you have this grounding so that you feel more confident. You have a greater belief in yourself of being successful in certain things. And, and I think this, these three things that I'm going to share with you tonight, they're not secrets, but we'll call them secrets. These three secrets that I'm going to give you tonight uh, could open up your eyes to a lot of things. And we're going to use one example. Uh, let's say that you you had a presentation to give. Do you, do you know, um, when you've had a presentation to give and, or to make to either a group of people or maybe it's just one or two people, you want to share some information with them, but you get a little bit nervous. They may be strangers. It might, it might be a presentation you're doing at work. It might be at your church or a community group, you know, a meetup group 
uh, or maybe even a family gathering that you have an announcement and you just want to make this this uh, announcement or presentation to to the people that uh, you might know very well I and mean, you may not know them at all. So what happens when you get into that mode? Do you get a little bit nervous? Do you have this little anxiety that starts to build up? You look, get a little unsure of yourself about what it is you're you're going to present and how that's how they're going to take it, how they're going to receive it. Um, you get a little, you know, a little doubt that enters into your mind, some questions and doubt about your ability to do it really effectively and, and just knock it out of the park. Just because when you walk into a situation where you want you're trying to either convince somebody to do something or share information with someone that you really want them to take to heart you really want it to be effective. You want to nail it, and you want them to get something out of it. Otherwise, it's really a waste of their time and, quite frankly, a waste of your time. So whether it's a, a formal presentation or an informal get-together, maybe you're meeting with a bunch of friends and you, you have this great idea that you want to share with them and you want their support in this idea and you want them to rally around this idea, whatever it might be, it's, that's somewhat of a, uh, an informal presentation, but you want to be able to lay it out in such a way that allows them to not only get it, but also support it and rally around it and, and walk away at least with the intent that you intended that was to uh, be uh, um, at least more knowledgeable about what it is you're pre- presenting, whether they take action on it or not. And typically you want people to take action after you've presented something. You know, even even when I talk to you on a weekly basis, the action that I ask you to take is to to live in thanks and to give when you can and and love first and then choose. But I also some from time to time ask you to go to my website and, you know, send me a question or two or give me your email address so that I can share with you some great information that I have to share. So there's always this call to action that follows uh, a presentation and it's. Sometimes uh, people are selling you something, and sometimes they're just asking you to do something. But when you get into that situation, when you're trying to share with someone an idea or give a presentation of some sort, this, this triangle, this, these three things are so very important, and it will help you really, it will really make the difference on how successful your talk or your presentation will be. Are you up for hearing something like that? I mean, this is very, it's very simple, but it's very, very effective. You know, if, if you've done this and, and you've gotten to a place where afterwards you, you thought to yourself, well, you know, that could have gone a lot better than it did. Ah, I, you know, if I only thought about doing this or saying that, you know, I really could have made a better impact uh, on the people that I was talking to. You know, if you've if you've felt that at any point in time after giving a, a short talk or presentation or or something, this is this is something that's important because what you want to be able to do is influence the people in your life. I'm not talking about manipulation. I'm talking about influencing. That's how things get done. That's how success happens. You you network with people, but you are networking for the purpose of influencing them in some way so that they can support your efforts and you're there to support their efforts. If in fact they are asking for your support or want to use you as an influence. So it's just, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just the way 
things get done uh, today. And so it's important that you're very effective when you do that. And when you walk away thinking, gosh, I, sh I could have done that better. Uh, I just wasn't myself or, you know, I was a little bit nervous. Uh, you know, I had butterflies uh, and I missed something that I really wanted to say and I didn't get a chance to say it. Um, you know, those things make you ineffective in being that influencer. So I'm going to give you um, what it takes. I have a solution for you. So if you're up for that, if you're up for a very easy, very quick, you know, we're going we're gonna to be here the whole hour. So it's just that quick. In one hour, you will have something in your pocket that will make the difference. In fact, if you follow me through this show, you will have something at the end of this show that immediately will have an impact on your life and your ability to be effective, not only in presentations and when you're trying to influence someone, but in your life overall, you're going to find this. You're going to say, well, it's pretty amazing that something that simple can have that much of an effect. And you'll see it as we talk about this. So I'm going to solve this for you. I'm going to give you these three, three keys, these three secrets that, that will help you make the most comfortable, uh, confident uh, presentations or, or idea sharing or networking that you can have. You know, when you're comfortable in doing something, there comes with the comfort a very high sense of confidence. I hope you see how those are connected. When you're comfortable with something, your confidence grows. And that's what we're really talking about. We want you to be confident in whatever it is that you're trying to share with someone, whether you're trying to teach someone how to uh, play golf, how to shoot a basketball, how to work out better, how to lose weight. If you're, if you're a coach yourself, if you're an influencer yourself in any way, and we all are influencers to others in some way or another. If you're a parent, uh, you're, you're teaching your child how to walk. You're teaching your child how to talk. You're teaching your child the rights and wrongs. I mean, these are things that you have to be effective at. And in order to be effective in influencing others, there has to be a level of comfort that you have in yourself. You've got to be comfortable in your own skin, so to speak, to be able to exude the confidence it takes to really be effective. And we'll teach you how to do that. I mean, you know, have you had times when when you felt that you were very, very confident about doing something? Think of a time when you were really, really confident about doing something, whatever it is. It could be any of the things I named or something else that comes to mind for you. Remember how that felt. And you're very, very confident. How did that feel? Yeah, I see you smiling. Yeah, you know why? Because you were relaxed at the time. You were relaxed. You were calm. Uh, you were thinking clearly. You were focused. You know, confidence can do a lot. You know, it, it can really do a lot for you. And, I, you know, I know that you, you've experienced that. You know, beyond those things of being comfortable and thinking clearly, you know, one other thing starts to happen when you're very, very confident. You get more creative. When you're confident and comfortable, you're not, you're no longer just going by a script. You're not just saying, okay, I can do this, I got to do this, I got to do that. When you're confident and comfortable, 
Now your creative juices begin to flow and you say, okay, yeah, I'm in this. I know, I know what I'm doing here. Well, you know what? Something else just came to mind. Things start to flow for you a little easier. And that's where your effectiveness really kicks in. It doesn't really become effective if you're just reading a script or a, a speech. You can have really great content in the speech and you can read it if you're making a presentation. But the true effectiveness comes when there is more of you that's in that speech, when there's more of you that's in that influencing situation, and when you're confident, when you're comfortable, and you're creative. So remember those three C's. When you're comfortable, confident, you become creative. And when you become creative in the midst of the flow, that's when you're going to have the greatest impact. So those aren't the three things I was going to share with you, but it's just a tidbit. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi, everyone. It's, um, I'm back, and I'm going to tell you about the three secrets to really being effective in influencing others and making a presentation or just sharing an idea or whatever it is, when you really want to be effective in sharing an idea and getting people to support you uh, in whatever it is you're doing, if you want to teach them something on how to get fit or how to lose weight or whatever it is, even children, you want to teach them uh, certain things. These three things are very, very important. They create the, the confidence and, and the, 
the uh, uh, the comfortableness and the and the creativity that it takes to be a truly effective presenter. So you know, here's here's a fact. It's it's important to know this. Even if you're giving a speech, if you're going to give a speech on, let's say, you're at work and you're you're presenting to the board of directors the budget for next year, or something even smaller than that. Some, if you're just in a community group at your church and you're just trying to tell folks about something, a, a an event that's coming up, a lot of people they really come to they, they certainly come to hear what you have to say, and they're connected if they're connected to that subject, but. They listen and engage with you more. And that, that means that they, they're there to get, engage with you, not necessarily the subject. You have the impact of what's being talked about. You know, what facts that you're spitting out are okay, and people want to hear that. They want to learn from that. But it's you that, they're re- that really keeps them connected. And so if you get that and you learn that, then you will begin to understand that let's talk about not necessarily the facts and how to present something and what to present and when to present certain things. But let's talk about the component of why people stay connected during a presentation or an influencing scenario. It's because of you. So let's talk about how you fit into that. Yeah, certainly you can prepare a speech and you can do all your homework and your research and you can have all your facts and your content can be great. But if you're not the the right person to connect with that individual or with that group, then your message is going to get lost. I, I, I hope you get that. You know, how many times have you gone to hear somebody else speak? Or you've been in, a, in, a, in a, an environment where someone's trying to influence you. And even though they were talking about something that was important to you, you didn't really stay attentive or engaged because you couldn't connect with the speaker. You know, it's, again, it's not necessarily the content that means so much as much as it is the connection with the person that's providing you that information. And so I I always think about how important it is to try to connect. And sometimes I hit it out of the park and sometimes I miss the mark. And I get that. I know that. And and you have to know it, too. None of us are perfect. You're not going to nail it every single time. But if you can keep in your mind that these three things are very, very important to create that connection, then you'll be much more successful as you go through. So I'm going to give you those three things now. If I've held it off long enough, uh, I'll give you one at a time, and we're going to talk about each one. And what, the way I would like for you to ask yourself this question is three words. What makes me, and then this word at the end is really the first of the three secrets that I'm going to give you. What makes me trustworthy? So trust and being trustworthy is an absolute key component to being an influence over anyone and anything or making a speech and having people stay engaged and taking action when you when you uh, at the end, when you have that call to action, uh, what you want them to do or how you want them to to support you. You have to be trustworthy. Now, what does trustworthy mean? Of course, it means being authentic. It means being believable. You know, strangers, they're giving you something. You know, even friends and family, they're giving you 
Two things, two precious things. They're giving you their time to hear what you've got to say. And they're giving you a piece of their, their mind. You know, they're giving you some space in their mind to, to take in what it is you're saying to them. Those are very precious things. I know they're precious to you. Your time is precious to you, which is why I'm so very grateful that you're listening to this. Because I recognize how precious it is, precious it is, and that's why every time we get together, I try to give you something that's great, great value. And I, and I know tonight's show is of great, great value to at least some of you, if not all of you. But take away what I'm going to give you tonight, because this will make a difference in how you interact with people. It will make a difference in how you present. It will make a difference in how you influence, how you teach, how you coach. Everything will will be driven by this triangle. And the first edge of that triangle is trustworthiness. Are you trustworthy? What makes you trustworthy? You know, people will accept your word without question when you're trustworthy. You know, they, they'll, they'll hear what you say and if they trust you. Boom, you're, you're past that first hurdle. And that's what you've got to get by. So I'm going to give you an exercise. Yes, I'm going to put you to work. And I, w- I really want you to do it while you're listening to this. And I'll give you time to do it while you're listening to this. And what I want you to do is grab a pen and paper and write down the things that you think make you trustworthy and and come up with at least four or five of those things. If you can come up with four or five things that you think make you trustworthy, I think you're going off to a great, great start. And I want you to be honest with yourself about it. And so you might want to say why you think this one thing makes you trustworthy. You know, if this exercise of coming up with five things that make you trustworthy, if that's not an easy exercise for you, then I just ask you to do some self-reflection. And, you know, because this may be showing up in other parts of your life as well. If you cannot really identify those things that make you trustworthy, then take a time, take some time to reflect and if you come up with five things that are easy and, you know, yes, this, this, this and this make me trustworthy, you might come up with 10 things. And that's great as well. But wherever you fall in this, uh, take some time to do it, even while you're listening to me. I know you can multitask. You're probably doing it already. You're probably checking email while you're listening to this. Stop the email and write this down. What makes me trustworthy? And write down just bullets. Um, let me give you an example. I'll write. I'll, in fact, as I give you these three secrets, I'll give you my list as well. And then you'll have at least something to go on and, and what I'm asking you to do. This is the exercise. So my list is uh, what makes me trustworthy? Uh, integrity. Uh, I've been told at work and at other places that I, ha- I have a high level of integrity. Uh, secondly, I wrote down presence. People have said I just have a presence when I you know, when they when I'm around them or when I come in the room, I don't force myself on them. It's just this power that they feel. Second, and thirdly, I have a giving nature. I'm always giving. Like right now, I'm just giving this to you. I just every chance I get, I give. So I have this giving nature. And I always try to acquire a bit of knowledge, a lot of knowledge before I speak on something. Um, and I try to lead by example. That was the fifth thing I wrote down. I lead by example. So I wouldn't ask you to do something that I wouldn't do myself, like writing this list. I've asked you to write this list down. I've done it myself or something that uh, either I have done or would do. 
So I lead by example. And then, of course, um, I think my experience makes me trustworthy. So all those things, integrity, presence, giving, a giving nature, being knowledgeable before I speak and leading by example, I think those things make me trustworthy. Now, it doesn't matter if someone else knows those things about me or not. This exercise that I'm taking you through is about you knowing yourself. Okay, so this is about building your level of comfort. This is about building your level of confidence. Okay, we'll say self-comfort, self-confidence, so that you can be creative. Remember the three C's? Comfortable, confidence, and creative. And that's what it's going to take for you to have the influence on uh, others that you want to have. You've got to be comfortable. You've got to be confident. And you've got to be creative. And the first thing you have to do is really examine your own self and say to yourself, what makes me trustworthy? Now, I'm not asking you to share that. I, you know, I, shared, you, I shared with you my list, but that's not what you should be doing. You just keep that to yourself. Know that you have whatever the, is on your list. Know that those things are true about you. And when you know that about yourself, that starts to raise a level of, I'll just say, confidence in yourself because you know whatever you're going to talk about. You're not going to speak on something if you have a high level of integrity and, and that you acquire knowledge before you speak. You know, I'm looking at my own list when I say this. Then I know I'm not going to say anything that's you know, off track. And that gives me a level of confidence. And so when you start to build your list of what makes you trustworthy, keep that in your back pocket. Fold it up on a two by, uh, on a five by, eight by five or two by four or whatever. <laughs> Just fold it up on a card and keep it in your wallet. Keep it in your pocket and re- refer to it now and then or just keep it in your mind. You know that you're trustworthy. Not everybody knows that, but you know that you are and you know the things that make you trustworthy. Okay, so that's the, the first thing. A simple thing, it sounds like, but it's so important. Strangers are giving you, and family or friends are giving you, two precious things. They're giving you their time, and they're giving you a piece or space in their mind to listen to you. So they're trusting you, and you have to, you know, you really have to respect that. So be trustworthy and know in your own heart and your own mind what makes you trustworthy. They, uh, you know, at that point, they will accept you know, the things that you have to say. Uh, the second thing we're going to uh, talk a little bit more about when we get back from the break. So during this break, I want you to finish out, round out your list. Of what makes you trustworthy? What makes you believable and authentic? These are the things that you know about yourself. If you can do that, um, you're well on your way to being a great, great influencer. And if I can help you do that, I'm going to do whatever I can to uh, make sure that that you are the influencer that you're trying to be at work, at home, in your community, wherever it might be. So tonight we're talking about the triangle of success, the triangle of influence and networking. These things are going to make a big difference for you. We're going to take a break here and we'll be right back to give you the other two pieces of the triangle. Thank you.
Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Welcome to Podcasting by Professionals. My name is Keith with Radio Links Broadcast Marketing, and I am here today to introduce you to five top industry pros who will teach you everything you need to know to start your own professional podcast. At the end of the course, we think you'll be well on your way to becoming an expert host of your own show. By the way, please do visit our website. It is podcastingbyprofessionals.com. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on Toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Welcome back, and we are talking about being uh, effective, extremely effective, and being an influencer, and being a speaker, uh, being a coach, being a teacher. We all play that role at some point in our life and probably many, many times throughout our lives, whether it's formal or informal, we're always influencing others. And the keys to being a great influencer are the three keys that I'm going to give you tonight. And the first one we talked about was being trustworthy. You have to be trustworthy or you've kind of lost right right in the beginning. If someone is not trusting that you know what you're talking about or that you're even honest about what you're talking about um, or that you're up to something else or you just they're, if they're not trusting you, then you have kind of lost before you've even got a chance to share the information or ask for that call to action or whatever it might be. OK, so that's the first thing. The second thing that is a part of this triangle is. The, I'm going to ask you the same question or for you to ask yourself the same question. And that is, what makes me, I hope you're writing this down, write down that question. What makes me dot, 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 an expert? Now, whatever it is that you're talking to this person about, sharing with this person, teaching someone or presenting or whatever it is, you have to know within your own heart and your own mind that you consider yourself an expert at this. Now, what does expert mean? That doesn't necessarily mean that you're the best in the world and you know more than anyone else in the world. It just means you know enough to be able to tell someone else what they don't know. You know 
it, you could at least be one step ahead of the other person. In their eyes, you are the expert at it because you know more than them. So when I say expert, it does not mean that you are all-knowing and all-seeing. But what is an expert? How do you really become an expert? It's usually through your experiences. Your track record kind of shows the expertise that you have, your credentials even, you know, even if it's formal or informal training that you've had. I think it's important that you recognize your own track record and your own credentials when you're going to speak on an issue, a topic, when you're going to share something with someone. Because uh, let's, let me give you uh, an example or ask you, if you've talked to someone who is trying to convince you to uh, invest in them or invest in something, they may have been trustworthy to you because you know they're, they're, uh, they're honorable, their intentions are honorable, they're, they're trustworthy people. But when they start talking to you about the issue, you find that they really don't know much about the issue. So they're really, you know, or at least they know less than you about the issue. So in your mind, they're really not an expert. And so there's an opportunity for you to lose your audience as well. Um, And so if you can find, you know, being an expert is really not that difficult. It takes a little work. It just means you have to do a little research. You've got to read up on it and remember and and maybe go out and experience some things. But being an expert separates you from others who are not as well-versed in whatever the specific subject you are dealing with. So being an expert is something that you can become, all right? Trustworthiness is something you have to earn, and you've got to be a trustworthy person, and you know the things that make you trustworthy, And I hope you finished your list during the break because those things are going to be very important for you to even begin the conversation. So the the issue of being an expert allows you to share the information. Now, and strangers or friends or family or whoever you're trying to influence, they want to hear from someone that knows, not somebody who's guessing. Because remember... You are taking up two very precious resources from the person you're talking to. You're taking up their time and you're taking up space in their mind. Those are two very precious resources. And so a person is going to want to hear from someone who's going to respect that time and that resource, that space in their mind. So they're going to want to know from, hear from someone who knows and not someone who's just guessing and just having a, a, just a, a conversation for the sake of a conversation. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, you can't have a conversation with someone to work out all the bugs and all the details that you don't know. But if you truly want to be an influencer and effective, you must do your homework. You must have at least a level of expertise in the subject that you're discussing so that they begin, whoever you're trying to influence begins to really stay engaged. So here's the, your next exercise. Write down the things that make you an expert. Now, pick the field that you're, you're going to talk about. Identify maybe something that's happening in your life now or will happen in the future where you have to make a presentation or you want to convince somebody of something. You have an idea. You have something that you want to share with someone or you're trying to influence someone. Pick that subject, whatever that is for you. 
And then write down the things that make you an expert, at least four or five things, and why these things make you an expert. That can be tough. If you find that it's hard to do, then it can be easily fixed. Just do some research, go and start searching out what it means to, to engage in this subject that you've chosen and do your homework and become an expert. See, you can become an expert fairly easily today, especially today, with all the information that's available at our fingertips. There's no excuse for you not to know about the subject in which you're trying to influence someone else uh, regarding. So do your homework. Now, if you've done your homework and you are already an expert in the field, and again, by expert, I don't mean you're all-knowing, but that you know enough to consider yourself very comfortable with the subject, then write those four or five things down. What makes you an expert and why? You know, areas to consider are your formal training, maybe some informal training you've had, maybe some failed experiences that you've had around this subject, uh, maybe some successes you've had around that subject. Whatever those things are, just consider those things as part of what would round out your list of four or five things that make you an expert. And think about those things and, and uh, make sure that uh, you're very familiar with that list. And you can continue to grow that list as you learn more and more about the subject. But walk into a situation of influencing others, making a speech, doing a presentation. Walk in knowing that you are the expert. When you know that you are trustworthy and you know that you're an expert, now your confidence starts to rise a little more because now you're more comfortable with the subject. So you're comfortable, you're confident. You're comfortable and you're confident. That ship starts to rise. And when you can, ri when you can raise the level of comfortability and confidence, your effectiveness absolutely starts to increase. So what does your list look like for being an expert? Okay, I'll give you an example. I'll give you my list. I'm here talking to you and trying to coach people on how to live a better life and, and to do things that, uh, that create an amazing life for themselves. So I call myself an expert in this field. And, and on my list is uh, the first thing I put on my list was survival. <laughs> you know, I know how to survive. Believe me, I've been in some really strange situations. I talked about one last week where I had a gun stuck in my stomach. I am a survivor, okay? I know how to survive. So I'm an expert. I call myself an expert at that. I'm an expert at transformation. I've gone through a transformation in my own life, and I've seen others, and I've trained around transformation. People have always said to me, Clarence, you, when there's a crisis and there's something going on, you're always so calm. So I'm calm under pressure. I think that makes me an expert in the field that I'm working in right now and helping others get through their crises. I'm analytical. <laughs> some of you know how deep I can get sometimes. It's been, it's been said to me more than once that, Clarence, if we ask you what time it is, you always tell us how to build a watch or build a clock. 
Well, I get so deep and so analytical about it. And, I, and the reason I do it, because I'm not trying to justify it, but the reason I do it is because I don't ever want you to have to ask anyone else what time it is. I want to give you everything you need so that you can tell the time. See, I want you to be as self-sufficient as you can. And if you ask me the time, I'm going to give you everything you need so that you can tell the time in the future. And you never have to rely on me or others for the time again. So I can get very analytical and very deep. And sometimes that, that, uh, that's a problem. Uh, manifestation. I think I'm an expert in manifestation. I know how to manifest things in, in my life and how others can manifest things in their lives. I hold a workshop every other Tuesday that talks strictly about manifesting things in people's lives, the law of attraction. And we meet, and we're going to meet tomorrow. We're going to talk more about that. Um, so I'm a, an expert in that area. I'm an expert in coaching. Um, you know, I have, you know, cert- certificates and degrees and, and that sort of thing in coaching. So that's my list. What's your list? Write down the four or five things on your list that make you an expert. You know, most speakers focus only on this piece of expertise. You know, they forget about being trustworthy. They forget about what makes them trustworthy. And they spend all their time trying to be the expert in the area that they're talking about. And that's okay. People want that content. They want to know that they're talking to an expert. But at the same time, they want someone who's trustworthy. So remember that first piece of the triangle, being trustworthy. Now, being an expert is important because that's where the content is. That's where the rubber hits the road. You know, most people with a low confidence in themselves and they question themselves in this area, you know, they, they, they falter and it shows up. Uh, when they try to tell somebody about something and they're really not confident in, in what they're saying, it shows up. People know that, okay, that person's really not an expert and, and you can lose your audience that way as well. So being trustworthy is important to get the conversation started. Being an expert allows you to keep the conversation going at least to a degree. Okay, so don't be one of these folks that only focuses on the expertise. You must be an expert in in order to be an influencer, but you also must be trustworthy. So those are the two uh, two points of the triangle that uh, we're going to talk about tonight. And uh, we're going to take a a short break and I'll give you the third piece when we get back. And this one, this one ties it together. This one, I will tell you, is extremely important. So hang in there. We'll be right back with the third leg of the triangle. True Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoon starting at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo. Dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. 
Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Levinsky. Wednesday afternoon, starting at 3, 2 Central on Toginet.com. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, TrishaGoyer.com. That's T-R-I-C-I-A-G-O-Y-E-R.com. Trisha's vision is to be the voice of hope and possibility for women of all ages. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Living inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. And here is the last leg of the triangle. Ah, this one is, you know, they're all important because they don't hang on their own. They all have to be in place together. If you're going to be a, a real effective influencer, if you're going to be an effective speaker, if you're going to be an effective uh, certainly an effective uh, uh, presenter or um, someone who's going to get things done, a networker, a, a teacher, a coach, or whatever it is, you've got to have these three things in place. So being trustworthy, paramount. You're not even going to get in the front door if you don't have that one in place. So know for yourself. And again, others may not know it about you, and they may not know any of these three things about you, but you have to know these things about yourself. You have to be clear about these things about yourself. That's why you're writing the list down yourself. Okay? Now, this third one, you can write your own list, but you may have to ask some others also what they see in you. And the third piece is the same question. Write the question down. What makes me interesting? What makes me interesting? You know, if you're trustworthy, people will begin to listen and they'll say, okay, I trust that he's going to tell me something good. And you're an expert and you really start to hammer out some great content and that keeps them engaged. Okay, yeah, okay, this is pretty good stuff. But, you know, it's also important that they're interested in you. I mean, remember we talked about they could, they could be interested in the subject. They could be interested in the content that you have to share. But if they're not making that connection with you, you're going to lose them. You're not, they're not going to stay engaged, and they probably won't get to the place where they're going to support that call, of, call to action that you're putting out there, that you need their help with something, that you need them to do something with you for you. You have to have a level of interestingness about you. It's not a word, 
but it's interesting that I said that. that you have to have this thing about you that's interesting, that people will stay with you. Now, here's, here's what you must know. Um, not everyone will find you interesting. <laughs> you can't be interesting to everybody. And you have to know and understand this. So know, first know and understand, not everyone will find you interesting. You answer, but answer this question, what makes you interesting, both from your own perspective and if you get a chance, ask a few close friends, family, loved ones, what they think is interesting about you. And add that to your list. So when you have your own list built, ask someone else. You know, just, just doing a survey. Hey, 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 buddy, I'm just doing a survey. Can you tell me what you find interesting about me? Boom. You've got some other things to draw upon now. And hold that one. Put that on your three by five card, your eight and a half by 11 sheet or whatever it is you're holding in your back pocket, along with the stuff that you believe makes you trustworthy, along with the list that you believe makes you an expert. Put these things on their interesting list. Now, uh, being interesting um, is is something, I call it as being something that's uncommon. It's not that you're the only person that has this feature, this whatever it is, but you have a unique, either a unique life or a unique view of life. You know, people are entertained by by interesting people, you know, not in a circus way. You know, I'm not talking about entertaining them in that way, but, you know, sometimes that helps. But your ability to hold their attention is often tied to the aspect of what makes you interesting. So think about this and ask this question of yourself and write down the things that you feel make you interesting or ask others as well four or five things and why you think these things make you interesting. Now, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint about this and how to, how to go about this. Look at where you've been and what you've done in your life. Just take a, a, a look down memory lane. You know, how did the circumstances of your life shape you? How did they create who you are today? If you look at those things you will find some things that really make you an interesting person. You know, I'll use kind of an extreme. It's really not an extreme because it's, it's something that has probably happened. And, uh, and it's, again, this is not necessarily something that has only happened to you, but it might have happened to you and not many others. And it's, so it's uncommon and it's unique about your life or your view of life. Uh, an example would be, uh, let's say you lost a finger a pinky finger when you were young. No, there are people who lose um, digits all the time, not all the time, but there are people who have lost fingers and, and limbs. But let's just take a small finger. You've lost your finger. You know, that enough, that alone does not really, it's not interesting enough, I don't believe. I mean, that, I wouldn't say that, well, that makes me interesting. I only have nine fingers. Uh, you know, some would argue that, yeah, it does make you interesting, but I don't think that's enough to keep you, keep um, an audience uh, at the edge of their seat or, or engaged with your conversation, even if you are a, an expert or trustworthy. But if you are able to learn how to play the piano very well with nine fingers, the same way a person with 10 fingers does, I think that makes you pretty interesting. So let's take 
the things that have happened in your life that you've done, maybe take a look and some of the things you've gone through, uh, your successes, your failures, the things that you've, you've gone through and, and see what are those things that, are, that you feel make you interesting. Name four or five things and why. Okay? I hope you're doing this as we are talking. And I know you're trying to talk and listen at the same, or you're trying to write and listen at the same time while I talk, but you're a good multitasker. Maybe that's one of the things that makes you interesting. Uh, I'll give you an example of my own self. Again, I'm going to use myself. I wouldn't ask you to do anything I haven't done myself. Uh, I think my background makes me interesting. The fact that I was uh, an executive and I was fairly good at sports in, in school. Uh, I was in the military. Uh, I was on the streets. I mean, that combination of all those things, I think, make me interesting. None, none of those things individually necessarily makes me interesting, but the combination of those things, I think, make me interesting. And then this is just my point of view. You know, each one of those uh, paths in life as a street person, a military person, a sports athlete, or an executive, I have stories for every one of those lives that I've lived. So I think that makes me interesting. My accomplishments make me interesting. That's another thing. I call myself the Phoenix Rising. I've gone from the gutter to the boardroom, and I've done it in a very short period of time, in a seven-year period. Now, this is not a lifetime work. In seven years, I went from homeless in the streets to being an executive. That, I think, makes me interesting. I live or have the ability to live in two worlds. I, I, I can survive in the ghetto, and I can survive in the suburbs. You, know, you almost have to speak two languages to do that. So I think that makes me interesting. Now, it may not be interesting. The things I listed may not be interesting to you. It may not be interesting to anyone but a few people. But as I said, not everyone will find you interesting, and that's okay. But if you know within your own self, in your own heart, what makes you interesting, that you believe makes you interesting, now you have something you hold on to, that this is me. This is part of my authenticity. This is a part of who I am. I'm comfortable in my own skin. I'm confident because I have the expertise. I'm comfortable, confident. I'm trustworthy. Oh, my gosh. Now, when you make your presentation, now when you put your idea out there that you're an expert in, now when you ask for help from someone and you try to influence others, you can do it with a level of confidence. Those butterflies are gone. Or if they're there, they're flying in formation. You don't get that nervous nervousness. Yeah, you'll still have some of that. Some of the best entertainers in the world will tell you every time they go on stage, they're a little bit nervous. That's always there. But they also have the confidence and they're also comfortable in doing what they're doing. And they know within themselves that they bring something that's interesting they bring in a level of expertise and that people can trust that they're going to deliver. And when they hit that stage, they knock it out of the park. And that's what you need as well. So here's how it all comes together. You know, what does having a, a knowing, a pure knowing of yourself beyond what others think of you? What impact do you think that can have on your activities like you know, party conversations, speeches, you know, just walking into a room, when you have that level of confidence and, and comfortableness, you will command the connections that you make as an influencer. You know, can, can you see how having a solid grip on these aspects of your, your life and yourself can influence how you show up? Just how you show up. 
you know, here's how it all plays out. Believe, believe me, it will show up. Some of what I, I'm known for comes directly from today's lessons, the confidence and the, you know, the charisma that people have and that they display are associated with these attributes. You know, to be your best self, you have to have these things and you have to show up with these things. That's the only way to do it. As soon as you start trying to be what others think you should be and what others want to see from you and you want to be interesting to this person and to that person, but you're not being true to your own power, now you're forcing yourself in, into a, an avatar that's really not you. You know, be powerful being who you are. Walk into any room with confidence, not arrogance, but confidence. You know, arrogance is an ego trip, and, and it's usually based on fear of what other people might be thinking about you or seeing in you. But walk in with confidence. That's different. That's be just knowing who you are. The most confidence you can have is when you allow yourself just to be who you are. So, uh, you know, even if you're unsure or shaky about something, refer to this triangle. You know, this is only a flat model that I've given you, this three points. It has a, a dimension to it that we, we won't have time to talk about today that really lights up that, that, that triangle. Uh, and if you do want to know more, here's your call to action. Give me a call directly. My number is 888-309-0917. I will be happy to work with you. 888 309 0917. And I will be ecstatic to take you further down this path. Until we meet again, as always, live with an attitude of gratitude. Live in thanks. Give when you can, because giving is a two-way street. You receive when you give. And because you have the power to choose, love first and then choose. You live your life this way, it will be amazing. We'll talk to you next week. For joining us on today's True Life Academy, certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker Clarence Caldwell returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.